Hey, what person you know couldn't use a little bit more encouragement? Yep, almost no one. You got that right. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Naomi Vilneg. Here you'll be hearing a word of encouragement every Wednesday. Please tune in. I believe God calls me to teach and encourage others with his gospel. And I'm leveraging the social media landscape. I hope to teach and disciple a whole generation of people in the place we're spending a lot of our time online. Be blessed and stay encouraged now. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. God is good. Um, listen, we are going to continue with our um, series on forgiveness. And in this time, we're going to talk about forgiving others. Last time we, last episode that we have, we actually um, talked about God giving us um, forgiveness. And then I have to um, remind you because the Holy Spirit reminded me, you know, to whom much is giving, much is expected as we have received forgiveness. We need to be in a place to also offer forgiveness to others. Um, however, I was thinking about this. I actually pick it up from um, looking at the scripture, Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30. This is where I actually start with this topic. I was reading it, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I actually was thinking about rest, you know, and if I was thinking about rest is because on the other half of it, I was either feeling exhausted or just thinking about watching others and seeing how they seem so tired and exhausted and then just thinking about how we need to be rest, you know, rested, rested from this pandemic, rested from um, rest from all the bad news that we've been hearing of lately, just a sense of, I need some rest. And then it also got me thinking that, you know, we need rest from our own emotions as well, rest and deliverance, deliverance from what we feel. So we are in needs um, of rest from many things. If you're like me, you are in needs of rest from many things. And um, for some of us out there, that include, you know, rest from the heavy load call unforgiveness. You know, we walk around with a heavy noose around our neck or a heavy burden on our back called unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is when you are unwilling, when I'm unwilling or unable to forgive someone either for hurting um, betraying, breaking our trust, or causing some kind of, you know, intense emotional pain. So we are living on earth <laughs> and therefore we've experienced one of those things, if not all of them, where someone have hurt us, betray us, break our trust, and somehow cause us pain um, that we didn't need to experience, but it has happened. And so it's more natural to not want to forgive 
when that has happened. It's more likely we want to um, seek revenge, retributions. You kind of want to make people pay for what they did. That's the natural self. That's the, you know, the main self, the people, the person that we are. That's sometimes how we want to feed the flesh. That's how the flesh want to react um, to the pain, um, the hurts that we are experiencing. It's more natural to be unforgiving. However, the scripture tell us that, you know, it let us know that in unforgiving through the scripture, we learn that unforgiving spirit can destroy the joy of the Lord in our lives. You know, it takes away our strength, you know, take away our strength, joy of the Lord. And no wonder we exhausted, you know, it's just like we are so tired because we're carrying this unforgiveness with carrying this burden that just suck away the joy of the Lord and the joy of the Lord is our strength. If you recall, unforgiveness can rob us of the full life God intend for us. And it can also leave us feeling cheated. Some of us are feeling kind of cheated. Like, you know, I'm just not happy. Life is not the way it is. And part of the reason could be we have unforgiveness in our hearts, in our mind, in our soul, and we have unforgiveness in our lives that we need to let go. Our unforgiveness festers into bitterness. Ew, it festers into something, you know, that is terrible, that is joy sucking. It takes the joys away. It festers into bitterness. Hebrew 12, Verses 14 to 15 does warn us. It says, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root rises up to cause trouble and defile many. And also in 2 Corinthians 2 um, verses 5 to 11, we basically learn that unforgiveness can be an opening for Satan to derail us. Unforgiveness, you know, can put us in a place that we lose holiness and without holiness, we can't see God. We can't feel God, we can't see him, we can't experience the power of God in our lives. And at the same time, it leaves a door open for the enemy to come in and derail us from the path that God has traced up trace up for us. So we, we got to get rid of unforgiveness. The Bible calls us to forgive. Over and on over throughout the Bible, we are called to offer forgiveness, to give um, forgiveness. Though forgiveness is often difficult, um, however, to, um, um, to be unforgiven, that is disobeying God. It is difficult to do, but when we don't do it, we basically disobeying God. We are back to back with God. We're not in accord with God. And you and I, our goal, you know, in life is to make sure we are walking with the Lord. We walk with the Lord. That's what we want to do. We want to be in obedience, not in disobedience. The wage of sins, our disobedience is death. That is not what we want. So we want to work as hard as we can to be forgiving. Um, let me tell you, to offer forgiveness does not mean 
we act that if the wrong that has been done to us, whatever someone did to you, however way they betray you, hurt you, we're not saying that, you know, that it's not big, it's not important that what they did, we're not, you know, it's not like we're not acknowledging their wrongs to us. We are. It, you know, forgiveness means that we recognize that grace abundant has been given to us and we therefore we don't have the right to hold someone else wrongdoing over the head over and over god was able to give us you know forgiveness for god so loved the world that he gave his only son you know he gave jesus christ to us to die on the cross you know god gave us forgiveness so we can reconcile to um with him to whom much is given much is expected so then therefore we ought to be able to turn around and offer forgiveness back it's not easy we're not saying that you know justice should not be done if someone kills someone um that there's there's no justice we're not saying that our heart need to be open to that person or to anyone to come and do whatever they want. Again, people may not have access to us, access to our, tr our trust, but what we are doing with forgiveness is releasing, releasing the power of what the wrong that person has done to us, you know, releasing that power, the power or the hold that it may have over our life to continue on hurting us and controlling us. You know, and there are times in our life that we just we just have to spend times in prayer and sometimes in tears asking, you know, God to help us forgive others who have hurt us in some way or another. You know, the Bible does says in Psalm 126 verse 6, they that sow in tears shall rip in joy. It's not a natural thing. It's not just going to come overnight either. However, that is what is required of us. We have to offer forgiveness to those who have hurt us, betray us, to those who have, you know, mishandled our trust. Um, one of the greatest joy for us as Christian in the world um, is living at peace with God. And also our fellow human beings, you know, we cannot have peace with God and at the same time have an unforgiving spirit with others. Those two, they don't match. They don't walk together. They don't live in accord with one another. It's hard to believe that you have peace with God and you have an unforgiving spirit. No, those two just don't coexist at all. So to have peace with God, we have to release the spirit of unforgiveness. All right. And so therefore, when we are struggling and I, we, we will, I am, I do, I struggle with unforgiveness and I thank God, you know, for how helping me overcomes. When we struggle with unforgiveness, I just want to help someone to remember Matthew 11 verses 28 to 30. Usually I am looking at this, these two scriptures, the um, these um, three verses actually to get hope for when I'm tired and I'm exhausted, that God will give strength, you know, he will give rest to me. But I kind of saw something a little bit different this time. And it just reminded me when we're struggling with something, in this case, if we are struggling with unforgiveness, you know, the verse reminds us, it says, the it tells us to come to me 
That's what it says. Come to me, all you who are weary, burdened. If you are weary, you are tired, you are burdened with unforgiveness, then come to me is what God is saying to you. Wherever you are, who's listening to this episode on um, um forgiveness, come to me. That is what God is saying. Jesus is saying, come to me. So we need to look to Jesus. Go to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Go to Jesus. And when we look to Jesus, when we go to him, um, and when we do that, we begin to learn from Jesus. You and I, we can learn from him. And why can we learn? We can learn that Jesus is love. You know what I mean? He dies on the cross, John 3. Verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. He dies on the cross for our sins. So that's the first thing. We learn forgiveness about forgiveness through Jesus Christ. What he did for us as well. He was without sin and he paid a price for our sin because of love, you know, and in order to give us forgiveness. We look to Jesus. When we look to Jesus, when we go to Jesus, we learn that Jesus forgive those who hurt, hurt him at the cross where he was in pain and suffering after all that was done to him. Luke 23, verse 34, let us know that Jesus looked down and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now, people who was cursing at him, ridiculing him for what he was doing on that cross, saving us, and still he was able to muster and say, Father, forgive them for they no, not what they do. And that's what we can learn. We learn that Jesus can forgive those who hurt him. So we too have to forgive those who hurt us. And we learn, we can learn from Jesus as he commands us to love as well. John 13 verse 34 says, a new commandment I give to you that you should love one another. And this time we're going to love one another as I have loved you. So you also should love one another. That is how Christ wants us to love as he has loved us. Sacrificial love, forgiving love, not love like before. Now we have to love just like Jesus loved. Sacrificial love. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. It's a new command. God gave us that command before. Love your God, you know, love your neighbor. But then he turned around and said, love, you know, I'm giving you a new commandment. But we, we were given the commandment to love before. So how is it he's saying a new commandment? But this time he has exemplified for us that love. He has shown us what that love is you know the love of God of the love of Jesus Christ on the cross. This is how we ought to love one another: sacrificial loves, forgiving love. Okay, um, and I also wanna um share this Roman thirteen. This verse, Roman thirteen, verse eight. Oh, no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. That kind of love is the love that also offer forgiveness. And that's all we owe anybody. We owe them 
love. And if we offer them love, then we have to offer them forgiveness. And um, Romans also um, 12, let us know verses 9 and 10, love is to be sincere and active. That's why we learn love is to be sincere and active. We know we hate what is evil and hold on tightly to what is good. We are devoted to one another with brotherly affection and we give preference to one another in honor, okay? So we need to make sure that our love is active. <laughs> it's not just passive. The real thing, the real thing without hypocrisy, you know, without, you know, you know, acting one way with, with a person, but feeling another. So it means this type of love need to have forgiveness. God create us for community, my friend. We are created for community. We wired for relationship with our friends, spouses, co-workers, our kids. We just, you know, with others that we meet wherever, with our church family. God intended that we have healthy relationship to be compassionate, sacrificial, honorable, forgiving. But ever so often, relationships goes wrong. And we need to practice forgiveness. You know, it doesn't always go the way it's supposed to go. And then Ephesians 4 verse 32 asks, then tell us, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Okay. So we need to do this forgiveness thing. It's not an easy thing. It's not even a natural thing. You know, the flesh doesn't want to do that. But that is what we have been commanded to do, to be kind, to be compassionate, to offer forgiveness, you know, because we are going to deal with people because we were created for community. We are always going to be interacting with others. And when we do, even in our immediate family, Things can go wrong. Someone can hurt you. Someone can betray you. So someone can do something that cause intense hurts, intense harm. And then so we have to learn to give forgiveness. Okay. Um, the Bible let us know in Matthew 6 verses 14 and 15. If you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive, others their sin your father will not forgive you your sin so that's another reason for us to make sure that we are practicing forgiveness because god won't forgive us you know you know because we're carrying sins in our own hearts the sins of unforgiveness and we've learned that that while we can't control other people's behaviors we can't control whether they're gonna hurt us betray us we can't control those things but we are responsible for our own behavior and responses when they do hurt us, when they do betray us. Um, and that means, you know, we we get to, we are responsible for giving forgiveness. You know, um, whenever there is a lack of forgiveness, a wall goes up between the people who are involved, whether you were spouses, whether it's parents and children, wall goes up division that's what unforgiveness bring division 
God call us to forgive others as we have been forgiven. We are forgiven so that we can come back in communion with God and fellowship with God. We need to forgive so we can come back and fellowship with our with the others, um, other people involved who may have hurt us, who may have um, caused us harm, who may have betrayed our trust. Um, you know, I've heard that unforgiveness is like drinking poison yourself and waiting for the other pe person to die. That cannot be healthy. And so God called us to forgive because forgiveness is healthy, healthy spiritually, because it brings us back to the place where we need to be with God. When we have, um, unforgiving spirit, we are not in accord with our Lord. It is forgiveness is healthy mentally, less stress, anxiety. You don't have to deal with these things. It's, it is uh, forgiveness is healthy emotionally. We are not carrying like anger, bitterness, emotional that are so unhealthy for ourselves physically because those mentals the mental state and your emotional state and your spiritual state when it's not healthy it can't even translate physically because when you start stressing even your body starts falling apart from that so for uh, unforgiveness can lead to an unhealthy spirit unhealthy mental state unhealthy emotional state and an unhealthy physically physical state so we want to make sure that we are healthy in all these area unless we're releasing our anger the bitterness that we may have against someone by forgive them we suffer we suffer emotionally we suffer mentally God doesn't want us to hurt. He doesn't want us to suffer. I don't want you to hurt. I don't want you to suffer. And I'm, I want to believe that you don't want me to hurt and suffer as well. So we need to give our burden to him so he can heal our heart, you know, as we begin to forgive other people, people who have hurt us, you know, keeping ill feeling, keeping um this you know, feelings that are not good against someone can also have harmful effects on our body. Um, it's been research. Research has been done on this. You know, negative thoughts and emotions bring about negative reactions within us, within our body. When we continually think about wrong people commit against us, you know, allowing the anger, the resentment to build, man, the resentment that can build the amount of anxiety that can come from from that resentment our anxiety and stress level just go up it go up and up and up and those feelings do not they do not bring good health and so we want to be able to make sure that we do forgive other people we forgive those who have done wrong against us and i want to encourage somebody um out there if you've been struggling with unforgiveness, to remember to be kind to yourself and forgive yourself. Remember, forgive yourself if you are struggling with, don't think, you know, I am the worst of the worst. Don't think like that. Remember to be kind to yourself because forgiveness is a process. And most situation, um, forgiving someone in our heart, it takes time. Doesn't just happen overnight. It will take time. And that's just the honest truth. 
just we're not gonna wake up one day oh you're forgiving um we can work toward that state to become that person that can easily forgive but in most situations forgiving other people is not easy it's not something that happened instantly it takes time the amount of time usually kind of like it it correlates with how severe the situation is you know i can imagine if someone kills someone ch um child uh or, or family member or any some uh person that you love the ability to forgive them fully in your heart will take some time it will take some time and efforts 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 that you need to take to the father you need to go to jesus to go there and get some help so it's gonna take times and efforts that we need god to help us as compared to forgiving someone um i don't know who missed lunch who forgot to give you a call who forgot to send an email these things are so little um in comparison to something else as big as someone hurting someone that you love um and i just want to encourage you to just be kind to yourself as you go through the process it's a process and it could take some time um, depending on what it is, what the offense was, it can take some time and that God can truly help you out. Um, the Holy Spirit is there to help you, to strengthen you and help you overcome unforgiveness. Um, the thing is, we just have to make the decision to forgive in our hearts. Okay. And we, we can make the decision. And when we do, that doesn't mean that we don't still have mixture of emotion that comes up when we are reminded of the um, offense, when we are re, um, reminded of the acts that was done against us. You know, I mean, we still struggle with those consciously, you know, choosing to release it and release that the person that's the forgiveness. It doesn't mean that, you know, your emotion may not get engaged. They do. They do. I can remember, you know, I, 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 I have one particular thing that happened to me as a young person. Yes, I've forgiven this person in my life who hurted me very badly. And yet at the same time, whenever this okay moment passed through my head, mixed feeling, you know, comes in and I have to work with it. But I have released that person. I have released them. But as human being, I'm just letting you know right now, like the mind doesn't just shut down and just completely forget. You know, forgetting for me is not giving it the power. But your mind can recall. It will recall the actual events. And when it does, and it can impact your feeling, and we got to work. But we got to make the choice to release, release that person, release wanting to have revenge really release wanting to have um you know retribution because god did says in his word vengeance is his and if vengeance is his and it's not up to me to want to make someone pay for the harm they've done to me so i just want to encourage you if you're having some type of feeling doesn't mean you're not working toward forgiveness you know you might still experience those things. Just make the choice to release it. It's not me. It's not up to me to make this person pay. 
pay for what they have done to me. It's not up to me. I release it to God. I release that person and I release my feeling of wanting to have retribution or vengeance or revenge. I release that to God. God will take care of what he needs to take care of on behalf. And let me tell you, the Bible does says that God does take care of business. Don't think people will get away with injustice. In due time, God will deal with every situation. I don't wish harm for others. I don't pray for harm for others. But I do know that God is a God of justice. He does take care of what he needs to take care. And he will take care of you. He will take care of the situation. Um, I just, all we have to do is to um, remember to just, you know, um, pray. Pray to God to help us overcome the feelings of um that are eating at us, the feeling of un of un unforgiveness that it comes at time and they hurt us. They are in us. We feel it. We feel the bitterness. We feel the anger. We feel the anxiety. And so if we continue to struggle, we just need to make sure that we go to Jesus, learn from him, and, you know, and offer our state of being and say, Lord, here I am. This is my struggle. This is how it is. Can you help me deal with this so I can learn to forgive those that I need to forgive? Okay, because you just have to remember, like those feelings that you are feeling, they're not affecting the other person. They're affecting you. You didn't want hurting yourselves. When we continue to let this negative feeling in us, we're hurting ourselves. And so we need to go to God and ask. We need to be healthy spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. We need to be healthy. And unforgiveness is not a healthy brew. It's not a healthy cup of tea. If we've been drinking it, we need to stop. And then the only way to do so is at the Father's feet at time. Because it can be so hard. It can be hard. It can be so hard to forgive. But the Bible did tell us, come to, to him, all of us who are weary and burdened. Because unforgiveness can feel so heavy. It's tiring. It's just too much too much of a load to carry. But if we go to God, he can give us rest. He can give us what When we go to him, we learn from him. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. We can learn. We can learn from God to be loving. We can learn from God to offer forgiveness, to be forgiving. The scripture continues to say, I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's just do it God's way. His way is much better. It can bring rest for our soul. Holding on to unforgiveness is not the easiest. It's not the better way. Let's do it God's way. Let's release what we need to release, whom we need to release, and do it his way instead. Okay, so we can find rest for our soul. It may feel like a burden to forgive, but we just have to remember that Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, even though it feels like a burden. But because it is a burden, it's God burden. It is God burden to us to offer forgiveness. Then that burden is light. 
And he will always be willing to help us through it all. So I want to encourage you wherever you are. You know, if you've been dealing with unforgiveness, today's the day. Let's go to the Father. Father God, you know our heart. You know about every situation, Father God, that has impact our lives, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, Father God, the things that hurts. You know about the people who have hurt us, O oh Lord. And so we come before your throne, asking, O oh Father God, that you give us the strength, O oh God, to offer forgiveness to whom much is given, much is expected. As you have forgiven us, O oh Father God, we want to forgive, O oh Lord. Will you please help us, O oh Father God? God this day. Help us, Father God, deal with our unforgiveness, O Lord. Let us, Father God, come to a place where we can forgive, Father God, those who have trespassed against us, those who have hurt us, those who have betrayed us, O Father God, those who have caused us pain, O Lord, for that is your will for us and we want to be in obedience. I pray, O Father God, that today someone is delivered, Lord. They are delivered Delivered, Father God, from the spirit of unforgiveness. Delivered this moment, this hour, this minute, oh Father God. They are delivered, oh Father God, from the spirit of unforgiveness, oh Lord. Let them be free in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed and stay encouraged until the next episode. Hello, family. It is my heartfelt prayer that today's word was an encouragement to you, that you received something from it, that it equipped you, it edified you, and just made your day a little better. Um, I want to go ahead and encourage you to subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive notification when new segments are added. I also want to encourage you to share the link that you are listening to with a friend, with a family member, so that they too can receive a word of encouragement. You never know. Someone in your circle just may need to hear the word that you just hear today. Go ahead, share the link with them. Be blessed and stay encouraged.